legs off yeah yeah it's not daddy long legs what was it it's crane fly crane fly you know them daddy long legs are spiders oh depends what crane it was was it a big crane or small crane it was quite a big crane actually was it yeah is it two-man job to control it just about one man mind you a flying crane would be kind of defeating the object because you wouldn't need a crane if you could fly it'd be like a more like a lowering system like some sort of air lowering system yeah yeah like a drone it would be quite cool though a crane which could fly (laughs) it would be useful wouldn't it because then you wouldn't really need you wouldn't really need a massive crane, would you? You could just have a small crane, which just as long as it's got the power, you could fly up and go. There you go, <laughs> from a distance. <laughs> so this thing was like it was flying, it was bouncing off the, it was behind the blinds, and it was just sort of going. And I was like, ah, oh, poor thing, I'll have to like, release it. So I got it, scooped it off in my hand gently because it's got the big long. The pond again. Fucking open, uh, went outside <laughs> the back door like that. I opened my hand, flew off, straight in the pond, eating. I was like, fucking oh, no. circle of life. Just want to rescue you. He would have been, he'd have stayed alive if you left him in the, and behind the... Uh, his options he, this morning were... He deserved it. His, his options this morning were heat exhaustion and death staring into the sun behind this invisible force field that he can't go through or eaten by a massive... Invisible cr- heat for, force field. I feel field. like the fish... <laughs> multiplies the heat as well. Like, <laughs> the, de- the, the eating would have been a quicker death, for sure, than, than being boiled. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Behind the... Gla- you know, in, in that infinite space between the blind and the window. <laughs> have you seen that one where, like, the family take out the... Uh, I can't remember if I'm getting this right, but there's, like, this... They get the mouse or something and they're like let's release it so all the kids go outside no it's a bird I think oh is it a bird and then the, f- and then cat, the cat just, jacks just it. fucking jacks it nature like, bitch oh, this <laughs> we've, that, yeah. we've nursed this little bird back to health and then the fucking cat jacks it like, Mr Pickles no <laughs> Mr Pickles <laughs> is like ah <laughs> fuck you all I've been waiting for I this can't moment help it. <laughs> yeah, it's just in me savage murderer they are little bastards aren't they cats they will yeah. fucking kill anything yeah they'll, they'll um, well they'll try yeah. They don't go for chickens, though. I reckon they. I reckon they have like a code. Yeah. I reckon they've got like a weird code where they know. Like, like you could have them, but there's some weird. Like I don't know. Maybe the chickens saved the cats back in the long, long time ago. Oh right. Yeah. They got like a pack like an al- ally. Yeah. The yeah. ally now because they're just they're not bothered by them either. They don't. But yeah, they could just rip them to pieces. I don't know, man. I reckon a chicken might give a cat. A cat would win. Could just get it around the neck, wouldn't it? And just chicken could it. fuck them if it gets some of the claws. It could fuck them up a bit, but. Yeah. But the chances are, a cat will just run from behind it, and then that's it. Could you imagine if, like, a chicken was the size of a, a like a decent sized dog? That would be you'd be you wouldn't be comfortable what, around it, would you? What animal, right? If every animal had to be the same size, yeah, right, it could be human size, it could be size and that. What would be the strongest strongest animal? Ant. Ant. Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon the, if ants. I mean, in a fight. So if if it was like a fight to the death between like uh, any animal, what do you reckon it would be? Do you reckon it would be an ant? Oh, it's got to be the ant because think they can pick about up a spider. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if a spider, just say the insect world for sure. Yeah, it's yeah, got to yeah. be in, insect world hard, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, next level. It's like another different. They're like aliens. It's yeah. like another world at a different size, isn't it? Yeah. If you had everything the same size, see the spider the same size as an ant. You know what I mean? Yeah. You think you think the spider the same size as like this a lion, table. <laughs> and a lion's the same size. Oh, as a spider, spider would absolutely a rinse it, would, and so would an ant. Spider would just go because ants f- can f- lift, wrap it up, and like suck its blood out in and half a second. Ants yeah. can lift like Game God over. knows how many times their weight. So yeah, but there's no animals that can do that. That are like you know like um, big sort of 
bigger sized animals. Like there's no monkey well, yeah, that can pick up fifty times its weight. If you're, if you're with taking its every mouth. animal yeah. and making a, it the same size, you're a, taking an elephant and making a, it the same size as, as a an gorilla. Animal. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Shrink everything so down to the size of an ant. What, what wins? Ant. Yeah. Well. Ant. Yeah. Or spider. Or spider. Yeah. Or spider. Or maybe bacteria. Yeah. If you had a bacteria that, the like size of a human, it just go whoop, <laughs> suck them in. They're just they're trying to attack it, and it just go and just suck them in, and they'll be like the fly yeah, in the window, go trying to escape. Think about the, the, the depends, I suppose, if you're city shrinking humans to the size of bacteria, or bacteria to the size of humans. Oh yeah. Because the world would be in trouble if bacteria goes the size of a human. I reckon. At least you'd know they'd come in. You'd oh, be yeah. like, just just don't go near them, why? Because you'll just be absorbed, I, and then suddenly there'll be like listen, more of them. It would yeah. take like less than a few hours for them to completely cover the entire Earth because they just multiply. Yeah, yeah, you know? that's it. It's and then that over. that last multiply is like that's maybe it. maybe that's the one. Then? They, you know, it's like you know, exponential, isn't it? With the multiplication. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's like Ma- the imagine COVID all put together and then as the size of a human. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> blown. <laughs> do, you, do you know how much COVID... They, I read this somewhere. I don't know how they know this is true. Well, they must know it's true. They must know. It must be because I read it on the internet. But how much COVID there is in the world if you got it like piled up? Something like a cup full of something. A teaspoon. Really? So like, if you got a teaspoon of like COVID and you just went... <laughs> and just blew it into... The, that's it. <laughs> That's it. You're in trouble. What face. if you went out, inhaled that straight away? Would, <laughs> you, get, line of COVID. would you have like? Would you have like a super COVID? <laughs> yeah, like Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> or, would you, or would you be taking one for the team? Would you be like saving humanity? Yeah, you'd be like some weird experiment, wouldn't you? A fucking probably, line of COVID. Probably because you'd probably die pretty quick, and then it wouldn't spread. The whole thing about COVID. Yeah, so you, so you might be like that latent the human saviour. That latent. Although I suppose it would still would it still have a latent. Um, I've got a clue. Incubation period of like fourteen Probably. days because that's what fucked it. Uh, fucked us up, wasn't it? It's because oh yeah, we didn't know. You know, if you've got something like Ebola, it takes like one or two <laughs> days to like show itself. So you've not. Is I mean, you're not going to be able to do you too shut much. Shut that shit down. You shut that shit down quite quick, but fucking two weeks people are just like wandering around going yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for bacteria yeah it's that good. would just you can't fight it no. you just like punch though? it and you'll just get sucked it's in really an animal, is it? it's a life form it is a life form so you just sort of get it? sucked in wouldn't you you just yeah. like, like you just get, yeah, you absorbed you'd just be like, like, be like the, the blob yeah, yeah, the, blo- the blob would take <laughs> over the world in literally seconds is that what the film <laughs> the blob is it's just like just some weird That's some gr- weird green blob I think something really like old comes, school shit film comes like, around that, uh, and goes Rah, and everyone's what, running from it not, Night of the Living the day, Dead that we mm. watched the fucking original when, when she slaps that man yeah yeah and he just fucking lays her out yeah, it's like, just, whoa, just, 1950s films. You don't expect it, do you? And it just happens. You're like, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, this, this woman's like panicking, right? And it's like typical. Calm down, woman, calm down. Because the zombies are there and they just look like normal people with, with like white makeup on. And he's going, calm down, woman, calm down. And then like, like, and she slaps him, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. She just goes like that because he's shaking and he just goes, fuck it. And just lays her out. This massive black dude, wasn't he? He just goes, bang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smacks the what? Whoa, calm down. 1950s, you brutal. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, like beating your wife was all right, Matt. Then still is now. We're going to get into some wife beating oh, later on. Right. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, there's no wife, wife beating on pod belly. <laughs> <laughs> well, there might be. I mean, might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I doubt, doubt it. A podcast on wife beating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, it, if it's violence. there, it will be about yeah, like domestic violence probably. Yeah, there's no like pro wife beating podcast. No, no. Is there? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think you. I don't think you want. Well. I don't think you <laughs> want a pro wife being. No, no, you don't know. Podcast. I don't that, want one. That wouldn't go down very well, would it? You could, like, you know, if you're not interested. Especially in this day and age. 
have a look through the directory. Maybe you'll find one. Mm. Uh, go check out Podbelly. You know the drill. We've done this a million times. You can check out Retro Vague and Psycho Apparel, our lovely sponsors, who provide us with uh, sick threads and loot to give to you, lucky guys. We haven't done a competition, have we? Oh, I know. We've got a load of caps, though, we can give away. How many is a load? Like two. <laughs> I don't know. We've had them for a while. We'll have to get some of them out. Um, so go check out them on their various social medias. Drop a comment and at them in uh, in something, I don't know, whatever the kids go on, Insta-doodles, and uh, they'll probably reach out and send you a cool sticker pack or something. All right, let's do a competition on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Don't we don't, look, it doesn't have to be on social media, does it? Let's do it then, yeah. So if you're listening... If you if you go over to uh, Psycho Apparel or to Retro Vague, do either, and write like some kind of funky comment. Funky comment and you groovy the funniest kids. one, the, fun- in the, the funniest funkiest comment. <laughs> if you have to tag us, obviously, otherwise we'll never know you Just did tell it. Tell us a joke. Tell us a joke and. We'll give you. We'll pick a winner. Just get our attention. But just go on your social medias and do that, and tag us, and then um, we'll give give you a hat and some stickers and shears. Indeed. There we go. What the quick quick one? I like that. There you go. This fucking orange juice, right? I just made myself an orange juice. It's not making you cough, is it? No, it's not that. It's but not it, orange. What, what, it's, peach. it's peach. Whatever. It's orange color. That means it's orange juice to me. It yeah. is literally orange well, juice. Yeah, I thought you were going to say it doesn't taste like orange. No. No, it, it doesn't. It, it tastes like warm, even though it's just come out of the tap because it's oh, fucking because seventy the taps million degrees. Are warm. That's the thing. I said that to you the other day. Yeah. So you turn the tap on to like splash your face to try and cool down with some cold water, and it's warm because the, just, just generally the world, the like the water source is just warm. <laughs> Run out of water. Be careful. It's like in the winter time. It's like fucking freezing. The water comes out of the cold tap. But no, not now. It's like. 40 degrees outside. <laughs> uh, Patreon. Go and check us out on Patreon if you can be bothered. Do the tings. If not, don't do the tings. <laughs> don't really I don't know why you have to say if don't, yeah, uh, but do <coughs> it, but yeah, don't, but we don't care if you do. I'm not bothered. Don't. I'm just letting you know it's just there. Like, yeah, it's we've like got some loot that's going to be coming out to our top tiers and there's, I think we've got like a couple of Gary cards that are going to go out. Yep. Um, so that'll be coming out Is there any soon. new patrons? Yes, there is actually. Reese Drake. Sounds like um, a rapper. Doesn't it actually, yeah. Reese Drake. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Check this shit. Reese Drake and uh, James McHugh. Did we do Mc- I'm sure we did McHugh. Did we? Yeah, because I made him. He was yeah, the man yeah, who, who um, does. He, he, cue, he, he um, corks everyone's cues. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, but oh, still, he's still that got work? that job. He's still got it. Oh, he's still it? Got yeah, it's a week on and he's still got it. So yeah, he's yeah. doing well. Time's a tight man. He yeah, 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 he's keeping his job. Yeah, he could he's be. He's kept his job. I mean, that's a very niche market job to have. Because yeah. most snooker players just do it themselves. But, I mean, you know, if you're like Ronnie or, Su- or Sullivan, you've got loads of cash, maybe. You yeah. just want a cue, man. True, true. Like cleaning. a, a golf caddy, but yeah, for yeah. sticks and yeah, yeah. chalk. I think you should use this snooker cue. Why don't I just use the same one I use all the time? Yeah, fucking whatever, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. long and pointy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he if he's a snooker cue, like a chalk tipping job yeah. runs out and goes tits up, he could always go back to being a rent boy like he was before. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's used to a p- p- pool cue being tits <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're always, so. always familiar with like long pieces of wood. Yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, you know, it's hard to clean a piece of wood. <laughs> yeah. So not with chalk the other times. <laughs> um, right then. <laughs> I think that's cool. No, us. You can check us out at Uh That's just probably just leads to all the information I've just gone through. That's easy, isn't it? Just check that out. Should you, should you just do check that? Shit, Go to robotsrisepodcast.com. It's got links for everything. Oh, yeah. Let's do the podcast.
of people take job who doing this whole podcast. Right, okay. and I still am now, okay. so I'm not entirely sure. Uh, you're going to love this I still one. can't believe you haven't checked if you've already oh, done fuck it. Fuck it, it's too late. I've got to do it again. do it again, yeah. The Moonface Murderer from Newcastle. Gaz's best mate. Raumote. I don't know. Do you know? Yeah. I don't know if we have done it. I don't think we have. I'm sure we haven't. I don't know. It would have been before me. You haven't done it with... I don't think, I don't think we have done Raumote. I think we've talked about it a few times yeah. on the podcast. It's only because like, I was going through it and then I was like reading some interviews with his mates and like I was reading his mates' names. I was like, I fucking know that name. Why do I know that name? Why do I know it? Well, I can't remember. I can't remember if he did this. I started doing JFK mm. like well, no, a month ago. I was like, fucking, I know a lot. Of, I know a lot about this. Yeah. I fucking checked. We'd already done it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's why. I sounds like I know a lot about it, but I was getting like, um, you know, like, I was like, oh, fucking sure I've read this bit this, before. This seems familiar. <laughs> it's going to happen at some point. Uh, so this is the story of a narcissistic, controlling, womanizing, psychopathic bully who blamed everybody else for his problems, nice. as they always tend to I do. I mean, that's what a narcissist likes to do. Yeah, he, uh, he reminds me of somebody that we all know who will uh, remain nameless. No. <laughs> you'll, you'll get, as we go through, you'll be like, oh yeah, that wanker. Uh, so if you don't know the story... Well, you sh- say we all... When 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 Tom says that, not all of you got like. Oh no, like, no, you like lot. Three of us. On a table, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't know it, um, Raumo he uh, acted out a deranged, murderous attack to get back at the police, who he saw as the ones who destroyed his life after his girlfriend left him. Obviously, he declared war on the police and went on the run. And a massive manhunt was conducted. He was declared fu- war on he the did police he properly, and it was this was huge news, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? This was like fucking. It was on the TV constantly, and it ended with a Mexican face-off on a riverbank. Uh, with the police, and it is a, quite a mental story mm. when we get into it. So, uh, old Raoul Moti, he was born on 17th of June 1973 in Gateshead, Newcastle upon Tyne. Why fucking I? I can't do. Why I, man? If you can do it, just whatever you want to do it, do it. Why I, man? Can't fucking do the accent. Why, yeah, Newcastle. Wish I was really good at it. Yeah, like, I need, I need a word to get me going. I feel like I could add more what's to a, it. What's like a good Newcastle word other than why I? Fucking, I don't know. No, that's, that's the only word Why they I use, man? isn't it? Why I? Don't know. Yeah, I'm not. Sh- I'm shit. Nuki Brown. I don't know. Nuki Accents. I need to learn. Take good accents. I feel like it would fucking give. Why are you, man? Had uh, what's it? The conspiracy guys who does the fucking all the good. He's really accents. good at accents. Yeah. It adds something to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it? So his mum, uh, his mum's called Josephine Moat, and his dad was called Peter Blake, and he didn't have his. Uh, Dad's surname, um, his mum, Josephine, wouldn't allow it because Peter Blake, his old man, fucked off back to Birmingham before Ralph Moat was born. Birmingham? And he never, you can do a Birmingham accent. You can do that one. So he never met his dad. He's getting ready for the Commonwealth, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, properly, properly, really really getting ready for it from (laughs) 1973 (laughs) to 2022. Don't know what his sport was, probably just running. (laughs) Long (laughs) distance. Yeah, fucking long distance preparation. That's what it was. He also had a half-brother called Angus from a different marriage. Um, His dad, Peter, apparently did try and reach out uh, immediately after Moat was born, but his mum was like, fuck that cunt. Oh, so he wasn't like, he never met his dad? He never met his dad. Oh, right. Never oh, spoke to him. It's a bit sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She also Josephine wouldn't answer because he had like obviously you're like who's the fuck's my dad? And she wouldn't answer any questions about who he was. Winding him up and basically no one. I don't know if she's, she's a bit mental. We'll get into it. Uh, she I think like when she just wanted like a kid and didn't want. Well, he fucked up, so she was like, "What well, bollocks to him?" Then you're not going to know anything it about him. Like, it sounds like she's gone. I'm pregnant. He's gone. Oh bollocks, and legged it. Off. And then he's when he, he when bad. and then obviously when the baby's born, he's gone. Actually, 
yeah. I feel a bit I bad. I want to, yeah, I feel a bit bad. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I feel a bit bad. A little bit bad. I think I've, I think I've done a bad thing there. <laughs> um, so because he didn't know anything about his father or, or his early life, like when he was, how he was, you know, how he was born or whatever like that, he kind of filled in the blanks when he told people by concocting a story that he was born in France to some like rich French dude. <laughs> I was like, a bit fucking random, but you know, whatever. Uh, his upbringing was not great. Josephine suffered from mental health issues. I think she was like bipolar or some shit. And because of this, Moat was basically brought up by his gran, which yeah. I mean, she wasn't that stable. Yeah, but I mean, it's great being brought up by your gran, but it's like being brought up in the past, isn't it? But also, mm. also, like, also I cool, feel like, but yeah. like imagine being every day, I mean, all I day really with your gran does, constantly. Yeah. You'd be like, fucking hell. It was. I suppose it does depend on the gran. But like, I feel like sometimes with grands as well, they let you get away with more than a parent maybe would. Yeah, like maybe a bit more doting. Although I suppose if you're looking after a kid all the time, it might be I a bit know, more like parental. My, my grandparents were a bit fucking. We were like in line, weren't we? Mm-hmm. We never like. I feel like back in the day, though. Like, uh, well, I say back in the day. Like back our, in the seventies when, when we were kids, like you know, early eighties. It was mid eighties. Nineties, fuck's sakes. Well, you know, but I mean, whatever. Like two thousands. I was I was five years old in the eighties still. So yeah. Um, but like I don't know. You just like we got kids were in line. Like kids didn't fucking chat back. <laughs> there was none of this WhatsApp. There was no jitterbugging like in the streets. Fucking hell! They got some. They got some like sass on them, don't they? Yeah, they don't care. They just don't care. Like groups Sassy of kids, little motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> groups of lads are dangerous, aren't they? Like mm. yobbos. We had yeah, a few yeah. last night sh- causing carnage. It sounded really? like someone was running around. I suppose and you're quite going to fuck everyone. Then they're trying to fight, and because really? we get it all the time. Yeah, because it's, it's close to the yeah, yeah, like, yeah. pubs and shit. And then, and then we could just hear oh, like yeah. feet running, right? And then we're like, and then like it was quiet for a bit, and then we could hear some, the lads going, "What the fuck is that?" Uh, really? Walking up and down, right? Oh, but shit. I think I knew where they were. I should have just said, "Lads, he's around there." <laughs> <laughs> is he but just turned? Turn left down down there. He's, he's, behind, he's behind the calf. That's where he is. He's hiding over there behind the bins. Look, there you go. Is a knife. <laughs> he's just round no, But then they were like, "Fucking hell!" Because he started kicking off again. Yeah. It's one of those. It's it fucking scary, man. That shit is. Yeah. I mean, it, we it's do kind get of funny because it's kind of interesting. Sometimes we do get it on our road a bit because I suppose because of the train station, so people come back from town, walk down the road, but you know. No, probably not as much as you though. With no, but people because stand in the car park a bit by, by, yeah, yeah. by us, and, and they, they the, the, um, talk before they like go or, mm. or the, like. I mean, there's all sorts of things. I mean, we've drug dealing, yes, fornication we- with prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. Uh. But yeah, there's like um, you know, there was a cat fight there not too long ago. Well, some women fighting. Cats. Oh no, women fighting. Oh, brilliant! Which was um, quite amusing to listen to. Really? Yeah. Just, just sound. It, the thing about a cat fight is you might see a boob. It might happen. I didn't see it because I didn't I see mean, it because could do depends on the, what they're wearing. I suppose I, I never see any of it because we've got like the, we've got like these shutter things and we've got like a, a cupboard in front of it, so I can't actually move the shutters out. So I just listen, just listen, and just make my own story up in my head. Oh, nice. It's always it's a good little game. <laughs> Imagination. I like yeah. that. Uh, so his mom. What was I going to say? Uh, oh yeah, um, she. Um, this is a bit weird, man, because. Raoult's mom. She lived a few doors down from her gra- from the gran. Like with her stepfather, so so Moti, he'd, he'd see with he'd her see his, stepfather with with his stepfather. Oh, right. Is that what I said? With his stepfather, yeah. so he'd see his mum out and about, like in public. He'd be like, "Hi, mum." <laughs> She'd be like, "Hello," and then it's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Well, so she really haven't had anything to do with him. Pretty pretty much. No, it was kind of like didn't see me. I mean, I didn't really do a deep dive into his relationship with his mum, but you know, a few articles say the same thing. It's good yeah. enough for me. Good enough for yeah. me. Yeah. He's going in. 
Uh, he says his earliest memory of his mom is for burning all of his toys. So he must have been like a really oh, naughty boy. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds lovely. She sounds like a. Well, yeah, maybe yeah. They just had a big barbecue and they needed Girl. more fuel. That's it, yeah. Always cook a burger on plastic. Yeah, absolutely. It makes it adds, adds extra flavour. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Seals the uh, beef fat in. It does, yeah. It's always good. With a layer of plastic. I put, <laughs> like, I bought these burgers and they, you know, sometimes burgers have, like, that layer of, like, plastic oh, yeah, stuff to, to, like, separate them. So yeah. if you freeze them, whatever, you can. Mm. Oh, I just <laughs> put it cooked it onto the burger. I bet I had that one. <laughs> yeah, probably. probably. I, I, I guarantee it. Hannah would give me that one. I don't know. I, I scraped off the, like, Alright, it's a bit plastic. Scraped plastic. off the beef. <laughs> <laughs> just left fucking plastic. Literally growing cancer as we speak now in the corner. I'm like, yeah. um, so um, he also, like, as a child, because he's living with his gran, his mum lives like next door with his stepdad, but they never see each other, and she's a bit mental. It, it seems like he felt like his life was out of control, and he couldn't do anything except like go along with the decisions the adults make around him. Like, I know kids That's do most that. Kids, yeah, but if you live at home. Like there's a certain amount of, and you're talking to your mom and your dad every day, and you've got that unit. It doesn't fit. If you, it's all that's been shattered. You, you would feel fucking a bit like ah, what's going yeah. on, sort of thing. And he used to have reoccurring dreams where like monsters would chase him, and he could like he didn't ever have any control over it, and it terrified him. And uh, it seems like this lack of control manifested itself in later life as like this controlling monster. He's like a horrific person. Mm. Wasn't a nice person at all. Anyways, he wasn't very academically focused at school and yeah. just fucked around as lads tend to do. Uh, and he left school at 16, which is pretty much as soon as you can, isn't it, really? Over here, get to sixth form. Yeah, yeah. See you later. Jet. Mm. Mm. Um, so this is like in the mid-80s and there was like a big economic downturn, especially in the in the northeast. It was like a depression. Um, so, and I read this in a few articles which cited psychologists saying that in the northeast, the men used to do like very manly jobs shipbuilding, yeah. steel mining. work, coal fucking mining, you know what I mean? But that type of work started to dwindle and disappear with the downturn. So unable to show his manliness, Raoul Moats started going to the gym to turn himself into like a... Beefcake! Exactly, like a Beef fucking man cake. mountain. And like layer on muscle to appear at least on the outside visually as like a tough guy. Apparently, that's what working class lads did in the northeast if there wasn't like steel just work jobs that just went to the gym. Bodybuilding. Really? I think you probably just... I don't think I'd do that. I mean, you know, I'm not comparing myself to him in any way, shape or form, but he probably just went to the gym because he wanted to go to the fucking gym. Mm. I don't think it's because there was a lack of coal it, mining it, it jobs. Didn't, <laughs> he didn't want to work. Yeah. And you just wanted to work out. Well, he did work. Um, he did. I mean, like, he, he did do... I've got, like, a few of his jobs down here anyway, but um, bodybuilding became an obsession. Like, if you can remember what he looks like mm. vaguely, yeah, yeah, you'll see a, picture. He was yeah, just yeah. a fucking massive yeah, 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 wasn't yeah, yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. Huge lad. Um, so he's in the gym at 16, started learning karate and taking steroids as well, basically to cheat and get bigger, faster. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely roid rage in this. Yeah. So from here on out, it's just roid rage. Okay. It's just going to be lots, lots of, of lots of roids roid and rage. rage. Rampage. Because he's an e he's a, apparently an easily angered personality plus steroids is not necessarily a good combination. Um, and he was an easily angered person to start with, mm. probably because of what happened in his childhood, I mm. think. And he's just like fucking ah, screaming at the world, howling at the moon. I'll take some steroids as well. What could go wrong? Well, you're literally going to become an episode. That's what's going to yeah. go wrong. <laughs> uh, so he's a big lad. He was six foot three, so that's one point nine meters tall and seventeen. Stone. Oh, so he's, he had the height on him anyway. He had the frame. You can't, you can't like grow yourself upwards you can just grow outwards can't you yeah then you're like a little big man you just look yeah, weird yeah, there yeah. 
Um, so he's like massive, muscly little light dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he was tall. He had the frame. He was, a, I mean, like 17 stone for our <coughs> international friends. That's like a 110 kilos or something. Or no, two, it's not. 17 stone is not 110 kilos. Isn't it? Oh, kilos. Yes, it is. Yeah. And it's about 240 pounds. Something like Intimidating size, to say the least. Especially when you uh, you consider Motek's girlfriend said he was, he'd easily erupt into mad anger, smash the gaffer, whack him, you know what I mean? Mm. But some of his girlfriends said that he was sound. Right, okay. So I suppose it depends was on how many... Was he good looking? I can't think of what I can't... It's not my type, I wouldn't have I fucked mean, him. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but I wonder sometimes, like... You know, the, you, when I look, when when I like Google the, these guys afterwards to like, no, I, I'd to say look, to like make a fucking thumbnail or whatever. I tell you what, he looks. They're just. I'm like, why did they get so many girlfriends? I tell you what, he looks like. Mean, he looks. <laughs> he looks like one like a football um, hooligan. Yeah, but yeah. Just so he's he's just just. Was he uh, like a skinhead? It's a Geordie. He just <laughs> looks like a Geordie. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, hi Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, you'd know you'd, if you look at him, you go, He's a Geordie, you'd know, <laughs> yeah, because he walks around in a t shirt in the fucking snow, yeah. saying he's hot. <laughs> That's why, <laughs> uh, so like a lot of women actually consider like there's people more women than men. I say it's not a lot of people, there's a non zero number of people, and it's more women than men that actually consider him a hero. Like fucking moti. Yeah, I think I think that that's what? the case with anything, though, isn't it? Like, there are people here obsessed. We said this last, last week, like, obsessed with. People who are in prison and have like yeah, you yeah. know have, have caught have like committed the dangerous these lifestyle yeah murders murderers and rapists and like there are women that will like drive hundreds of miles to visit yeah, yeah. them and stuff mm. it's like you shot your fucking parents why is <laughs> why why you know from last week why what are you doing, what are you doing? like driving hundreds <laughs> of miles to go and visit this dude I've got a bit of a, <coughs> a sore throat as well uh, so uh, you've always got <coughs> <coughs> COVID just talking isn't it. Um, nice. He did have a few manly jobs, so if you hear me coughing, that's not a manly job, it's just me, because I've got a sore throat. But yeah, a few manly jobs. He was a panel beater. What the hell does that mean? I think at least he goes out and beats panels. I think they spelled woman wrong there, yeah. but it's like somebody that like... Is it like they bash <coughs> like car panels? Oh, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Can get into shape. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like reshaping. Before, like, before you know, they, they have like... Um, or, know, d- or does he go to like boards like, and ball, beats ball the fuck out of one in the board? that like go... Bah, 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 and you like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like make shapes. <laughs> I, I, I think I prefer the the one where like if it's like a giant board meeting, he just walks in and beats everyone up. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's his job. With a board, gets with a board, board yeah. and just like beats up the panel head. with a board. <laughs> <laughs> literal. <laughs> yeah, 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 literally. Yeah. He was also a tree surgeon, like probably just karate chopping trees. Oh, he's down. like one of them. He's like, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. I have all the jobs. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I don't know if it's be- he's he's definitely got that personality. He's the best mm. at everything, but he that's just some of the jobs yeah, he that. did. I'm the the chief <coughs> fucking... Hey, oh, mate, he's fucking done everything. He's the, met Donald Trump. U- he fucking the, went, yeah, to yeah, yeah, went to the yeah, moon. Yeah, yeah, fuck, he, he was, he, he could have been a race car driver, but he didn't want to. I, do, I got, a fallout I with a sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Fuck off, I got stabbed and died yeah, yeah, four got, times. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then I came back to life. And then I ate mushrooms. You invented that, the TV. And, the, you yeah. know, the, the, those death caps. But I, they didn't kill me. I had That's three the of fella. them. Yeah, yeah. That's the fella. Uh, <laughs> well, everyone's laughing <laughs> at him, looking at him, trying to be serious. But the, the, when he fucks off the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that? yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly that, yeah, yeah. 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 We, all, we all know that, people like that. But just yeah, let, you got you, you got to let these people carry on talking when they're like that. Yeah, because just because it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And they get even more and you're like, oh my God, how, how much more bullshit can you yeah. spurt out? You can egg them on. Look serious. Yeah, yeah. And then this... 
I want to hear the next story. Yeah, just lay traps that you know are false that they'll go along with. And you're yeah. like, this is hilarious. You're <laughs> yeah, just agreeing yeah, yeah, with me yeah, and I'm yeah. making stuff up here. Yeah, yeah. You fucking idiot. Um, he also did, in the evenings, to sum- supplement his income, apparently, that well, he did the, uh, the typical hard man job, which is the bouncer outside the clubs. So, you know, it's very academic, involves a lot yeah, of, you know, I think intelligent I feel like thought process of just smacking people and throwing them out. Also, like, like you, you can't come in here, you're wearing <laughs> trainers. Like, yeah. there's that false sense of, like... Well, it's the perceived, perceived control, like, control power. Well, he has power. got control, but it's perceived power. Yeah. It's like, well, really, you, just you fuck off out of my way, you meet Yeah, you give someone a tiny bit of power like that, and they're like, no, 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 you can't come in here because you're wearing red lipstick. Get you're like, fuck off. <laughs> Get, out of Get out of my face. One of Raul Moat's uh, best mates, Tony Laidler, um, he said Moat was constantly being harassed by the police during his time as a doorman, and this was a big part of him wanting to act out a revenge. He said, <laughs> he said, I thought this quote was quite amusing, he said, we were both getting harassed by the police, but it really started to get to him. He used to rub his face when he got stressed, and whenever I went round his house, he was sitting on the sofa with a red face, rubbing his face. I just thought, <laughs> just picture this big moti bloke in the corner, just going, rubbing my face. I mean, whatever. No, I I reckon it's more like. Joking, you had a big red smile face as well. He did. It's like when you like. I know he did. Put your hands on your face and you like stretch it out because you're like, oh, I'm so stressed. Mind you, when I get stressed, I do this. I get like yeah, rub, my, yeah, that yeah. Suck it. I think yeah. it's a normal thing to do when you feel stressed or overwhelmed is to rub your face. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. He just does what everyone else does. I'll take it back. One um, way to stop it is rub chilies on your hands first, and yes, then you do that. That's then, the way. And then you'll learn to not rub your face. That's Break a bit. the cycle. That's what. The, if you go to a therapist and go, I'm just a compulsive face rubber. They go, Ah, I'll just rub chilies on your fingers. Hundred thousand scopes. Put your hands in Tabasco. You'll stop. <laughs> you'll stop after the first time you do it. Be sidestepping. <laughs> yeah. Put rubber gloves. It's a miracle. On and then rub his face. It'd be like <laughs> contraception for like his hands to his face. Anyway, um, <laughs> Moti, uh, he, like uh, he's already fractured relationship with his mother and step father totally broke down and he moved out of his grand's house at age 24 and then pretty much lost contact with his mom for like 10 years or something so she didn't really have okay. that well, she obviously much. didn't give a shit that much anyway i she? don't know whether she was trying to reach out for it, but i don't think he tried to go back with her or whatever but um he didn't really have that much much contact with him for, throughout his whole life it seems even though she lived next door so it's quite sad so by the time he's 37 I'll skip through a bit there because there's a load of fucking there's nonsense you know it's just like yeah random it's just, what happens to people don't need to know about him. every intricacy of his mm. life um, when he was 37 he's had lots of relationships and he's got multiple children with different women he all confirmed that he was like a domineering controlling obsessive yeah just a wanker mm. I think he had three kids in all so he wasn't like millions of kids mm. just like a normal amount of kids uh, and unsurprisingly he was known to the police he'd been arrested no fewer than 12 times oh, right. no like, fewer <clears throat> no fewer no more no more or no less but no less 12 alright get that in your fucking notebook Domestic assault, like violence. In 2000, he was arrested for conspiracy to murder, but got released without charge. Uh, he got arrested in for other words, assault. He, in other words, he had a roid rage. Well, I'm going to fucking kill you all. Yeah, yeah. And then someone's gone, he said he's going to kill us. <laughs> conspiracy to murder. <laughs> and then they've gone, they've got to investigate. And he's gone, where are you? It's I was like planning, I suppose. Why are you, man? It? I was off my face like. <laughs> it's like I think it's like, he must have gone through some form of legitimate planning. In 2005, he got busted for carrying a knuckle duster and a samurai sword. <laughs> We He's come a tall and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the judge was very lenient, and uh, uh, Motor only got a, a small fine for that one. Uh, he'd be like, he'd, he'd drive off in petrol stations without paying. Um, no dick, then yeah. Even his mates said Raul Moat seemed to get away with everything, and one of his mates, Brian Molding, who worked in the nightclub doors with him, said uh, he got this Brian Molding lad got busted actually for a suspected hit and run or some shit like that, and the police handcuffed him 
and we're going to take him down this nation. But Ralmo approached the cops, had a quiet word, and the cuffs were taken off, and Brian was free to go. And this lad, Brian, said, I often wonder why he constantly seemed to escape justice whenever he ended up before the courts. So he was going to court, but he was never getting done. Mm. Now, Moat was detained on many occasions, but was like whenever he did go to court, was barely punished. They yeah. just never touched him. In total, he was charged seven times, but got away <clears throat> with everything. Apparently, the reason, if you believe what his mates and some police officers say, was that he was a police informer. Oh, oh right, okay. okay. Grassing up like Other underworld people. criminals for okay. payouts. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that meant when he does something fucked up. They might help him out. They're like, oh, <coughs> yeah. yeah, to go. a certain he, degree. He, it, yeah, like what he's done here isn't bad enough. The the information he gives us is way more important, if that makes sense. It's yes. More, the more, there's more value he's to useful, what... He's more useful, more useful out than and in. valuable mm. out than he is in. Uh, so Northumbria Police paid informants £192,000 between uh, 2008 and 2009, which is like Moat was in the... Was obviously I that suppose if he's in that ring like of people anyway, like yeah. he can... He, he knows the bad guys. He's mm-hmm. like, well, I'll fucking make a bit of cash. Dangerous yeah. game to play, though. <laughs> Very dangerous. And this kind of like is actually quite especially if you if you have to get involved to to yeah. and then to dob the person in. Yeah, because they'll go right. We know that this person's yeah, like been what's with the, us. what? It's, yeah, it's if you've them, got like a group, not, yeah, yeah. if you've got a group of like, and you're just walking, you go, hi, what are you doing here? We're selling crack. In okay, see in a, a bit. Door down. In cahoots with each other. You know, if you these, they're gonna go. They're gonna start like going. All right, let's let's do some. Let's put some uh, let's put some two and twos together and make six. <laughs> well, <laughs> supposedly I mean? Moat had Figure this. Figure out um, that he did. He's been informing. Oh yeah. Well, this is the thing. That's Informer. It. It's it's actually like you say. It is. Uh, bum bum down. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for <laughs> it. <Couldn't help> it. <laughs> he had this uh, kind of fuck the cops attitude as a cover to sort of um, you know like uh, make him what look. he was really doing. Oh, so they go. He can't be an informant because he's just fucking spat at a cop or something. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And by the sounds of it, he'd push and push the cops, knowing he'd get away with whatever offence you know he was he getting done to, for yeah, yeah. because they needed him and his connections to the criminal underworld. And yeah. plus, it was a good kind of cover. Like fucking Moat has been dragged before the courts with a samurai sword and knuckle duster, yeah. and driving off without paying for his petrol. He can't be informer because he's fucking yeah exactly. But that could be a, also a plan to, for him to be more of an informer. They could, you know, he could say, "Look, this is what I'm going to do to the police." So it makes me look like I'm pretty rebellious. A shady to try and draw people in or something. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, you don't, you don't really know. I mean, it's, it's difficult it's to sort. Crazy of. world. So this Brian Molding, he gave that account that we just went through to uh, to the police during like an evidence inquiry after all this went down. So it's not like. He's saying this to like the Sun newspaper for twenty yeah, grand. Yeah, yeah. Told this to the, in the police court, yeah. in the inquiries. So it could just be internet bullshit. It could be, but I don't think so because there's several unnamed officers who actually come out and confirmed it. One of them said um, sometimes we're we're able to make things go away if it doesn't involve violence, but there's no guarantees. Mm. So like if you're not beating the fuck out of someone to the point of death, mm. they can probably just make it disappear. Mm. Well, of course they can because the only the only reason that if you do something bad and then go to, you know, get arrested for it, is that the police do yeah. something about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if they just don't, then you're going to get away with it. He said, sometimes informants push their luck and we have to say, sorry, tough luck. Tough, yeah. Which, if you believe this, like, the police informant angle is, is pretty much exactly what happened to Raulmo. He pushed it too far and he ended up in prison, which kind of, like, sparked his already mm. brewing... Oh yeah, because he yeah. thought because he if he was an informer, he thought that they've done him. 
Yeah. Like, why? I've been thrown under a bus yeah, when he hasn't, yeah, really. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, in his 30s, uh, Moat was in a relationship with a lady called Samantha Stobart, and they had a daughter together, and they were like, I think they were in a relationship so dad for six years. Eddie's, yeah, the big trucking, HGV <laughs> yeah, yeah, driving yeah. company, yeah. multi-millionaire. Um, their relationship was awful. Samantha was obviously terrified of, of Raoul, but felt that she couldn't leave because of, you know, what he might do. And Moat, this is the thing, man. When you've got, like, a strong domineering coercive person the like the the partner the other partner whether that be male or female feels like there's nothing they could they can do so because moat wouldn't let samantha leave because he viewed her as his possession mm. he's like you can't leave me because i won't let you and i'm not leaving you so we're still together that mm. kind of like mm. just, there's no escape stalemate so she's like trapped and he's a fucking giant guy and he's like launching a TV across the room and slapping you mm. just because you've fucking overcooked the beans or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is like not a good situation. You, no. you made peas instead of... Uh, <coughs> I said peas, bitch. Carrots. <laughs> well, you would deserve a slap for that. I'm <laughs> 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 joking. Fuck peas. Yeah, he, uh, he controlled every aspect of her life, um, which friends she could visit, when she yeah, could yeah. go out, when she could use a phone, what clothes she could wear. Everything, and she did yeah. what he told, and she, it's like she had no rights. Exactly, mm. I know what you're, exactly. Yeah, um, and he was obsessed with her. Mm. He was like, became like, it, like, especially when he was in prison. Just fuck. There was nothing else to fixate on except her. So he'd been manipulating her all the time. There was veiled threats, um, and he was. I think it's because he was terrified by the thought that Samantha could exercise any form of independence and leave him. Mm. So he'd like, you know, reinforce his ownership of her by hitting her. Because he's six foot fucking three, man. 17 stone. Well, there's not much a, a small <coughs> little lady's going to be able no. to do to in, come back to that. That's why you need someone Unless to come it's in a knife and fuck in him up. fucking gut or something. And if you're a, and sh- at that point, if you're you're like, a shady person... You've got to understand that, like... If, you know, if she was to, like... I know it's probably just not how this turned out, but if she, you know, stabbed him in the gut yeah. because she's got no other choice but to, like, to get out other than that. Do you know what I mean? He's sort of, like... This, the, there's only so much abuse a person can take. Yeah, yeah, every, everyone will get pushed. Self-defense, though, as well. It's not, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just, it will happen. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it's, you like, got it. If, if you're getting beaten to a pulp, yeah, and you think I'm gonna die, you're gonna do something about it, mm. even if you don't think you would do normally. You would, a lot of the will. time is, is that you know, in these sort of do- domestic, well, not a lot of the time. I don't know the, the numbers at all, but. You know, it's coming right for us. <laughs> but either way, like if it's a you know a woman abusing a man or a man abusing a woman, like these things can culminate in death. You oh know, yeah. even if there's not an intention of killing the 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 other the partner, you know that that can happen. I watched something the other day about there was this guy um, who was being abused by his you know his girlfriend or his wife, his yeah. girlfriend, I think. And he kept going back to her and, he, you know, he'd end up in hospital and he'd get out of hospital and he'd be like, no, no, it's not, it's, uh, you know, he'd, he'd take Defending. back. Defending. Defend her to the, you know, and he, and weird, like the police it? are like, one, he came in and he was, he was like, yes, I've, I'm pressing charges. And the police were like, yes, we can actually do her. Yeah. And then he, then he took it back the next day he came, you know, the, like a day after he, he's in hospital and they're like, no, 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 it wasn't her. Like he took it back. It's weird. Like within a week he was dead. Fuck she that killed bitch. him. There you go. So it's just like fuck. And I think everybody's seen relationships. You can spot them a mile off. Like if you're at a party, especially when you're at a party and everyone's drunk or whatever, you can see, you'll see like a poor, quiet girl saying fuck all. Who looks who looks unhappy and, and sad. Timid and, like, and her, yeah. her 
her partners. It's just Jumping fucking around, going, yeah, 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 obnoxious, yeah. loud. He's done the best. He's, he's the best at everything. He's, he's like telling his the eyeballs. stories. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I've done this, I'm that. Like, he wants to be the centre of attention. Yeah, the MI5 wanted him to be a spy once, yeah, couldn't yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Fucking invent, get invented big, the capacitor. A biggest yeah, yeah. group of people around you as possible because you're yeah. telling these tall stories, but then One all Olympic the people... gold at shop put. Uh, yeah. They might start yeah. going... <laughs> this, in the beginning, they might be like... Suck it oh, in. This, is in. this guy's interesting. And then after about... 20 minutes they're like oh yeah, yeah. this, this guy's full of bullshit this yeah, is bullshit yeah. yeah then you can play with them because yeah, it's fun yeah. that's, yeah. Why, that's why I do because yeah, yeah. I think Egg most people <coughs> in that situation they they realise yeah, yeah. pretty fast oh yeah this is all bullshit and then you just go deeper deeper into the situation they're talking about you go how did you do that then push yeah yeah push it further where did you train where did you train how did you train and like, and be like oh, I don't know why I went to space and yeah 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 on the spotlight yeah 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 I got this one guy I know and he's very much like that. And he was just fucking chatting this nonsense all the time. And there's a, a quite a famous motorcycle racer called Valentino Rossi. He's like the fucking Dogs the Muhammad Ali yeah, of, yeah. of bike racing. Mm. And um, we were talking about motorbikes. And he doesn't even ride a motorbike. I know he doesn't ride a motorbike. But I said to him because we're in the pub and everyone was like fucking chatting. I went, "Didn't you go on a? Didn't you do like a couple of laps? Was it you? I wasn't sure. No, I might be wrong. Was it you that did a couple of?" Laps at Donington Park with Valentino Rossi. I just made it up. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's fucking great that was. And I was like, you're fucking, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I just made that up. Yeah, yeah. And you're going along with it? Yeah, yeah. Because he thought, because he thought, I it, I was convinced that, that somebody had had that experience. Mm. But I wasn't sure if it was him or not. So he yeah. thought, I'll just I'll say, say it was me. Because yeah. Tom's not sure. I'm like, you fucking wanker. <laughs> just made it up. Oh, dear. You helmet. Oh. So, uh, yeah, Samantha, she was staying with him, essentially, because it was safer than, uh, than leaving him. Um, so, as I said before, the police said, if an inf- for, like, an informer, they can make things disappear, providing there isn't any, like, mad, like, <laughs> violence or something like that. Do you, sorry, do you remember um, that um, uh, lad who we were having a laugh? At, we were, he's a bit, he was a bit uh, <laughs> simple, I think. And he said, oh, yeah, if Valentina Rossi was on a 999 and I wasn't a 1,000, I'd be Oh, him. yeah, yeah. The fuck? Why, one, one CC in it, Yeah. You're like, oh, what? He's, he's the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I've got a bigger engine then. By one CC, it means you're going to win. It's like, say, it's like basically saying, like, if Lewis Hamilton, the F1 What's the point of was, in a, was in a Nissan Micra and you were in, like, like a BMW, you'd beat him. Yeah. It's not going to no, fucking no. happen, mate. Well, <laughs> you don't understand. There'd be no point racing, would they? You just look at the things and go, right, who's got the biggest CC engine? Yeah. Me. Well, you've won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no point. Yeah, racing, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just won. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, um, yeah, Samantha got the chance to leave, like, get away from her, the chance that she'd been waiting for, because in February 2010, Ralmo got sentenced to 18 weeks in Durham prison for assaulting a nine-year-old relative. 18 weeks? 18 weeks for assaulting a nine-year-old like kids, not like, like sexual, not even months. Like not beating them eight, or something. Well, it's, it's pushing pushing it might be an informer, pushing, the pushing them over or something like that. Yeah, even fucking well, just three months. Be, beat up a kid, just yeah, whatever, yeah. enough to cause f- enough physical damage. I'm guessing the kid, I, I didn't go into that, but yeah. like went to hospital and they were like, What the fuck? You've got a black eye, you've done yeah. that. That fucking who the fuck? What kind of a tough man does that? You fucking weapon. not tough if he's beating up a nine year old. Well, imagine what he did to his ex girlfriends. Mm. If he just battered like a kid at a, a barbecue. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> just crazy rage in it and just fucking blind, can't control it or anything. So the silver lining that came from this was that... Um, IED? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Intermittent yeah. explosive he has. disorder, whatever it was. <laughs> There'll be a few instances of that in this as we go through. Um, 
so this, uh, I suppose the upshot of this was with Moat in prison, Samantha was effectively able to leave him and do it in a controlled manner because he's fucking locked up. Mm. Uh, so like, let him know it's over and then move on because he's inside for months yeah, yeah. and he, he'll he just get over it. Yeah, yeah. He'll just but he be, didn't. And it'll be safer. But not, not, he didn't. Not so much, no. Uh, it, it made him worse because um, he, he's too much of a controlling psycho that he fixated on it. Something he couldn't control. Mm. The only thing he wanted to control, he couldn't do it. So whilst he was locked up, Samantha got on with her life, feeling so safe and happy, and she started a new relationship with a fella called Chris Brown. And he was a 29-year-old karate instructor. Um, a lovely man by all accounts. Friends say, great, whatever. Um, Samantha's friends said that he was top bloke. Oh, far, they're both going to die on Far him. better than Moonface mode. Um why is he called Moonface? Because of the Because fucking look, you'll see, yeah. Because he's got a big fucking moon face. And his name's Moat. It's like Drop Dead Fred when he gets his head trapped in the, uh, in the, the fridge. Uh, in the fridge, yeah, and he comes out and it's like... Pulls it out. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he looks yeah. like all the time. Like an orangutan. Yeah. <laughs> orangutan. Pink, steroids yeah, and moon, yeah, yeah. moon face. Yeah, I know. That's, that's what I'm saying, because of the steroids. I, I, I got moon face when she I was... Although what I didn't let's when she was doing bodybuilding back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day. No, I'm just gonna, you up. just going to uh, lay out that it was corticosteroids, <laughs> not anabolic. <laughs> oh, that's the point. Yeah, <laughs> anabolic, anabolics, not anabolics. So Samantha was actually up front, and she told Moat the relationship was. She didn't hide it. She was like, "I've got a new fella," but she told him a white lie, and it's this white lie that properly pushed him into the the, the De- abyss of the, insanity. Pushed to him to the, the I'm going to kill everybody. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She, she's you do ha- wonder though with these people though, but ha- like what like at like what point do you push them into that? Well, it was this that did it, for but him, she didn't but like know how f- how f- do you know what I mean? Like for everybody who's in a si- in a Everyone's situation got a breaking like that, point, yeah. Like what's what's the like the thing that that mm. g- that they do that's going to push them into like debt, like at, like murder and C- killing? Yeah, just yeah. go mad, like go completely mental, lose yeah. all logic. She told she told Ralmo whilst he was in prison that her new fella Chris Brown was a police officer. Thinking like an officer of the law that being with her away. would like curb his urges to do anything like Bad. coercive or violent, oh but he had the opposite effect because this he like controlling him. monster freaked out. He was blaming everybody, like he was going mentally. He blamed his legal team for doing the shit job in court. He was blaming the social services. He was blaming the police for victimising him because it's not his fault. Just let me out, let me go. So with zero control over Samantha. He properly fixated on her. He was like, this is the only thing that I can fucking think about. And she's with a police officer. Yeah, yeah. So it's like double bad. Um, but he couldn't do anything because he's inside. So Moat got his, a couple of his mates to watch her movements, like surveillance 24-7, stalking her basically. And his mm. mates did this? Oh, they did a lot more than just follow a girl around. Yeah. It well, makes me wonder the power. A, like, it's like some people have got yeah, m- like yeah. magic spells, like Jedi mind tricks, mm. and he's one of these people because mm. he's able to like, unless but all these people are in the underworld anyway and they're like, just fucking like, killing someone's nothing mm. It sounds like we're moving beyond just narcissistic behaviour and into psychopathic yeah, behaviour yeah. Oh, yeah. because he's... Dangerous. You know, if because, you know, psychopaths, they tend to sort of, they're, they're very luring, aren't they, to people because of the stories they tell and charming you know if you've got if you're that way inclined if you're a bit of a sheeple like you 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 will end up like uh, believing all of these lies that this person's telling Mm. you and believing every fucking bit of nonsense there's always a group of people who will believe and hang on every word and then do anything yeah like culty isn't it Mm. because you've (laughs) 
There's a, there's a psychopath at the front of every cult, and then there's the sheep that always I will follow. Me, I can't remember if I mentioned it last week, but I worked in the the Church of Scientology of Birmingham. Oh, cool. And that is just a cult. And fuck me, it was like a £20 million building. It's just one of the buildings that they've got. It's incredible. And they were crazy, the people in there. Mm. Oh, fucking, I didn't want to ask them a single question. I tried to film it, but I think they rumbled me. There's like lasers in there and fucking pictures of Tom Cruise and like these <laughs> machines in the corner that measure your, how many pictures feet are coming down. Yeah, like Mission Impossible yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's fucking mental in there. I was like, yeah, they got like a like a fucking waxwork of him. Like, yeah, I worked on a computer <laughs> service system. The cooling it was inside a vault underneath the building. I was like, what the fuck you got in here? What are you not doing? Mm. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so yeah, he's mental um, shit probably. Probably just like their phone system. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's um, <clears throat> he's watching, uh, getting his mates to watch Chris Brown, uh, plotting their their movements and like figuring out how he can get revenge on on Samantha and now the police. Yeah, yeah. Because if he was an informer, like if he was an informer, Moat felt stabbed in the back because he was in prison. The police locked him up. Yeah, mm. and, and now, now she's with a police officer. Yeah, yeah. And he was helping them do shit. Double kicking the bollocks. Yeah, he was he was informing like he probably viewed himself as being putting himself in the firing line potentially against these underworld baddies by giving information and now the coppers have locked him up and nailing his missus so he was like ah but I mean again you, there's a lot of leaps in this in Raumo's mind like, yeah that it, aren't it, true that, but yeah, even the fact that he's not a policeman because she's an idiot and said he was a policeman because that wasn't true he was a fucking karate teacher yeah exactly <laughs> that, this is, that's what and, if, and if his mates didn't figure that out for him they're not they're, not, they're short of a few pennies it might have been undercover yeah Undercover yeah, but that's copper. what I mean. Like, if they're undercover watching this guy, you're saying his mates is like, right, you need to go and watch fucking Sandra and Dave, <laughs> Sandra. Or whatever the name are. You know, he. Samantha he, and Chris, fucking hell, come on. I was close, Sandra's <laughs> close. It is. And, uh, but, you know, they, you'd think, oh, well, no, he's not, he keeps going to this karate fucking thing. He's not a fucking policeman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you figure out pretty fast he's not a policeman. Maybe. You, surely. Maybe. Like, if you said to someone, Rob, uh, or, or someone you, you'll go, you know, your partner says, "Oh yeah, Rob's a policeman," and I watched you for a day. I'd be like, "Well, he's, he's not. He's painting and decorating yeah, loads yeah, of houses." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah, you, yeah like, I'd be like, "Yeah, he's not a policeman." The most extreme undercover cop ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. what are you d- undercovering? He's for, embedded for, for months. He's <laughs> for doing months, this <laughs> for months. He's painting, painting and decorating. He must, he must be onto something big. From <laughs> <laughs> a Mexican drug yeah, cartel, he's so embedded. He's yeah. years in the planning. It just shows, like, are these people? They're obviously not that smart, are they? Um, well, no, they're not. They you will get through this, but they're not. Um, so basically, he decided he was going to kill Samantha's boyfriend, Chris Brown, as soon as he was released from prison. Uh, he made meticulous plans whilst inside. He was calling health centres, like leisure centres and karate clubs, to try and track down Chris Brown. And he had a route plan for the but attack. So he knew he was a karate. He was teacher. a karate instructor and a police officer. Like he—that's uh, what he that's thought. That's what he thought. He right. thought that like he was a police officer by whatever. But in the evenings, he thought. Before he yeah. did one of them. <clears throat> so Moat was released from prison uh, from Durham on the 1st of July 2010. And the prison actually told the police, the prison authorities said that he might be a danger s- to Samantha. So fucking so watch, watch out. Him. But they didn't mention Chris Brown because, like, who the fuck's Chris? They don't know who he is. Mm. They didn't, yeah, yeah. Why would they? Yeah. So the day re- he was released, um, he drove the route that he was going to take and he was watching their movements like a detective and they had no idea. He also got his hair cut that day and he told the barber, I've got a few asses to kick and a few people to sort out. I'll be back in prison by Friday. So again, he's sitting there in the oh, chair like a wanker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking fucking bragging. bragging. Helmets, yeah. Bragging about hurting people. Yeah, he also put on uh, his Facebook page that day. Just got out of jail. I've lost everything. Watch and see what happens. Because he likes the audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Likes loves, the attention. Loves, loves the attention. Dickhead. Dickhead. So on the 3rd of July, 
Carl Ness, one of Moat's mates, dropped him off close to an address where Samantha and Chris were attending a house party. So he walked up to the house and he hid in the bushes un- like underneath the front room window. Uh, and it was hot. Like a big old creepo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mega, mega massive creepo. Because um, it was really hot. The windows are open and he could listen to what people were talking about inside. Now, I don't know whether... This is like exactly, but apparently that's like the opening page to Harry Potter. Is it so weird? Ramo, fucking Harry's like sits under. You saying you saying J.K. Rowling is mad hot summer, and he's sitting under the window listening because he doesn't want to go into his aunt and uncle's house. There you go then. So weird. So Moat could hear the people inside the house talking about him apparently, and he got really angry. Uh, and he did text Carl Ness, his mate, Loch Ness, his mate, um, like basically saying, fuck these bastards. And we can see that through phone records. So he, he definitely thought they were talking about him. They yeah. may have been. Yeah, but, but probably weren't. They it's may probably have been. one of those, yeah. but yeah. But anyway, at like 2 a.m., Chris and Samantha, they left the party, walked out the front door, and Moat emerges from the bushes behind them. So he waits for them to go past with a, with a sawn off shotgun. And then he just shoots Chris in the back. And he got hit. Um, but it was able to, like, kind of, I guess, run forward because, like, sawn off shotguns, oh, they lose a lot of power like, very quickly. Yeah. yeah. You'll be pretty close. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's the sort of, you know, the, the lock stock, two smoking barrels, fuck you, hey, weapon of yeah, the yeah. gangster film in it. It's one of them. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, yeah <laughs> I suppose should, also it's one of the. Oh, it's it's like not a sniper rifle. One of the minimal rep- weapons you can get in the UK. Yeah, just chop easily. the fucking barrels off a farmer's yeah, gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't you get hold can. of like shotguns and fucking machine guns that easily here in the UK. Not easily. Um, so he got hit, and um, but he like ran a bit, fell down on the path. Moat shoots him again, so he shot him twice, and then Chris fell to the floor. And don't forget, there's loads of people in this party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a fucking boonch, 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 house party. <laughs> fucking yeah, yeah. moats out there blasting people with a sawn off shotgun. Um, fucking hell, you're not getting away with that then, so are you? Witness as fuck. Calm as fuck when Chris is on the floor. Moat just walks over, stands over him apparently, fucking reloads. It's like a double barrel, and he fired, he already fired twice. And then shot him in the face. <gasps> like, that, just, that was it, lights out. Yeah. Samantha just goes, ah, fuck, and then runs back into the house for cover. <clears throat> and from the outside, through the windows, Moat shoots her in the stomach, just like bang through the windows. <laughs> What's happening? Um, she was badly fucked up, but survived. But Moat didn't know this at the time. Apparently, he just calmly walked off with a gun on his shoulder, thinking he'd killed two people. Didn't give a fuck. He even phoned Carl uh, Ness, saying, I've well, done no, it, and I feel full it. of beans. He knew exactly what he was doing. <clears throat> yeah. He bragged about it before he went and did it. Mo told the police he, um, had, he, he took some of the gunpowder out of the shell that he shot <laughs> Samantha with because he, he wanted to like lessen the impact, and he wanted to hurt her just enough so she could get compensation. So he was actually helping her. He was helping her. He was help, trying to help that, her. That was his. Cover. Yeah, he took some of the some of the powder out, so the shell didn't have as much. They thought he'd killed her. He didn't know that he'd shot her. I mean, he just shot somebody with a fucking shotgun in the stomach and walked so away. He, he, yeah. he was definitely assume that they're dead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he definitely meant to kill Chris though, because he shot him like three times. Yeah, he shot him. He shot his Maybe face clean off his face. He, yeah. <laughs> he shot my face clean, clean off, off his my face. face. Yeah. So the autopsy on Chris Brown and from the operations on Samantha's stu- stomach, pathologists realised and figured out that Moat had taken out, because he's tampered with the guns, he took out the standard shotgun pellet and filled the shells with um, with fishing weights. 
to like cause like serious damage, like ledges and shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Right, okay. well, like those little fucking shot. Um, yeah, or fucking big ledges and just <laughs> launch them into your head. So there's a mad police presence at this address. There's been like a double shooting, a murder, an attempted murder, yeah, yeah. and they know who he is. Yeah. Everybody at the party saw him. Prison. Didn't even try and hide it. And Moat left a 49-page rambling letter to the police trying to justify his actions. Uh, apparently. According to some of the, how the fuck do you go on for forty nine pages? Well, as this well? is the thing, yeah. This is the thing that the, the the psychologist in the in the document or the experts, whoever, was saying that this is this is a sign of a of a narcissist. It's not enough for them to like leave a single short mm. concise statement on what they've done and why they've done it. Yeah, yeah. They go on rambling, rambling on rambling. and on and yeah. on, comment like on comment. Facebook. Comment after comment, yeah, <clears> you can't stop. Yeah, like you, sit, you can just see them spiraling. Comment yeah. after comment after comment. You're like, no. fucking hell. Just you could have said that in one comment. Yeah, mm. he's like, fuck you, whatever. Yeah. So in the letter, he said the public doesn't need to be scared of, of him, but the police did. And he said, I'm not going to stop until I'm dead. I'm going to kill you all. You took you took it all from me, my kids, my house, and now Sam. Once again, it's not his fault. It's everyone else. You're yeah, like, yeah, no, you're yeah, doing yeah. this to your fucking self. Yeah, well, mate. you were slapping up a nine-year-old kid. That's yeah. why you went to prison. Yeah. And that's what led to all this. It was not a case that they've gone, right, we're just going to arrest him because we want to yeah. fuck his life up. So it kind of like, he might see this. If he is a police informer, he might feel really, like, double-crossed by him. Mm. But still, you shot two people, mate. Yeah, yeah. You didn't need to do that, but you did. So on the afternoon of the 3rd of July, police announced, like, on the news everywhere... That they were after Raoul Moat. Yeah. And after seeing himself on the news channels, in the early hours of the 4th of July, he called the police. He wanted them to know who they, they were dealing with. So I'm going to play a clip now from Moti. This is Big Gunman from Berkeley last night. Uh, my name is Raoul Moat. Um, what I'm talking about is to tell you exactly why I've done what I've done. Right? Now, my girlfriend has been having an affair behind my back. But one of your officers, this gentleman that I shot last night, the Claudia instructor, right? Now, you, you bastards have been on to me, right, for years. He's have hassled us, harassed us, he's just won't leave us alone. I went straight six years ago when I met her, and I've tried my best to have a normal life, and you just won't let up. Well, I went to jail longer than I should have done for something I didn't do, right, which justify that in your own head, yes. right? And meanwhile, while I'm doing that for my missus, she's having an affair with one of your officers. And I've had nothing but grief. I've had a good relationship with her for six years, which is why we've stayed together. And you police have took too much off me over the years. You okay. me the Lord. And now, you, now you think you can take your missus. Now, I didn't mean to shoot her like that, right? That okay, was okay. Right? They deserved it, right? But she, right, uh, you, you can see from the ballistics, I've been altering those, those cartridges, right? Mm-hmm. That one was only half the powder. It was only meant to get a compensation, because obviously I'm not going to be around in a few days, right? It was meant to just give her a little injury so she could get loads of compensation. Okay. And then, now that I found out just critical, I'm not happy about it. I didn't mean that. You know what I mean? I can't, I've right, got right. to be a fight surprise. She is critical. You know? But I didn't mean that. But the fact of the matter is, I'm not coming in alive. You've just hustled me for so many years. Hey, come anywhere near me and I'll kill you. I've got two hostages at the minute, right? Come anywhere near me and I'll kill them as well. I'm coming to get you. I'm not on the run. I am coming to get you. There's been a lot of nonsense going on behind my back while I've been in jail. She's changed. She's not off changed. And every, every time I spoke to her and tried to be reasonable, she wouldn't let us anywhere near the bed. Right, she right. the house, she wouldn't discuss anything. And she was threatened for one of your officers. Yep, yep. Right? Now, I've had enough. I've had enough. I've, I've, I've jailed me so well. I've came out with different kids. You know what I mean? I've lost everything through you, right? Just, just won't leave us alone, right? So at the end of the day, you killed me. You killed me and him before that trigger was ever pulled. Right. You know what I mean? You're okay, the, we, you're the punches, we, we, yeah. we are trying to help you, yeah. You're not yeah. trying to help us. You're not trying, you wanted me to do myself in, and I was going to do it. 
until I found out about him properly and what was going on. And as soon as I found out, I thought, no, you've had too much from me. You've had too much from me. You'll get your chance to kill us, right? You'll get your chance to kill us. No, okay? we, we don't want to do that. We don't no, want do, to do that. You, do, you don't want me to kill myself, but I'm going to give you a chance because I am hunting for officers now. So he's a proper tool, then. I mean, I'm, I'm fucking hunting for... Fucking hunting for police officers. Yeah. That's really bad. Sorry. He <laughs> was. He did. He was hunting for police officers because twelve minutes later, at about twelve forty-five a.m., Mo, who was being driven around by his mate Karam Awan, I think that's how you pronounce mm. it. He was in a black Lexus, literally hunting for police. They saw a cop car parked up near a traffic island, not just west of Newcastle or something. So they pulled up. Mo gets out, walks over, taps on the window with the barrel of the shotgun. The police officer in the car, PC David Rathband, he turned around to look and then Moat just shoots him in the face. Just goes bang. Oh shit, really? He shot him uh, and the blast pushed him into the footwell of the, of the car and then Moat shot him. Apparently he just tried to play dead. He's just like, fuck it, just play dead because mm. <laughs> this is not good. Mm. And this is all recorded on the car's internal like security cameras. Mm. Again, he's not fucking trying to hide it. He's just... Well, he's just, he's just made a phone call and said... Oh, you know, yeah, you, 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 you can kill me. I want you to kill me if you like, you know, or you'll have your chance to kill me because yeah. cause I'm actively going out now to, because you hear the lady, she's like, well, we don't want to do that. But he's like, act, he knows because he's actively going out to shoot That's innocent police up, yeah. officers. That's how it's going to end. Well, it, like she doesn't know who Ralmo is. She doesn't know what What's he's done. Yeah. She's just a woman at a call centre. Mm. She's like, yeah. who the fuck are you? Mm. What the fuck is this? No, you yeah. fucking want me dead, man. He's like, I don't even know who you are, what mate. Was that Jamaican? Yeah, he's uh, a <laughs> Jamaican Geordie. You ever seen that? Rarity. They're very rare because they enjoy the heat, but also hate it at the same time. It's weird. Very strange. It's like a weird sort of interplay that they're constantly going through. Yeah. See, I want to meet. I would love to be able to do a Geordie accent, but it's just fucking Raul, up. Man. Raul Mort, man. There you go. Just, <laughs> there you go. That's, that's all right. <laughs> just, we could just, yeah. It's Raul Mort. No, that was, that was bad. <laughs> Morty, man! <laughs> <laughs> so David Rathband, he didn't die. He survived the, uh, the shotgun face, a shotgun blast to the face from <laughs> three, three Died foot. from the shotgun face. <laughs> shotgun face. He had sh- but he did that's have shotgun good. face. Yeah, yeah, he, he had did, shotgun yeah, face. Yeah. I mean, Chris died from it. So did this other goo- yeah. goode. He, he didn't die. Oh, he didn't die. No, playing dead. he survived. So the, the, the playing dead seems like a good thing to do with this guy. Shot in the fucking mud with a shotgun through the windows oh, from God. three with, foot. Yeah, with, yeah. with fucking fishing bits. <laughs> and then he radioed. <laughs> Do you think he put some hooks in there? Oh, <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, God, that's outrageous. <laughs> and then he, uh, he radioed out for, for help. Like, um, yeah, yeah. He was like, was he out. by himself in the car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Otherwise, he would have t- shot the rest of them. It would have just gone mental. Usually, oh, that's that's unusual. Usually, they have like they go out in pairs, don't they? Maybe the, the for that very reason. Maybe everyone was in Greg's. Yeah, yeah. So Mackie's gone to well, Sainsbury's to get a yeah, fucking yeah. sandwich. <laughs> yeah, and he's gonna come back and fucking hell, fucking hell. I'm to your mate. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it was a Geordie Jamaican. <laughs> yeah. So uh, unfortunately, uh, PC David Rathband was left completely blinded. I oh, mean, shit. as you would be. Yeah, uh, I mean, you can't get shot in the face and really not. Get away with it. Get away I saw a TikTok. Oh, I'm speaking TikTok. Fucking hell, where's this going? Oh, with a woman. It's domestic abuse again. Like this, the husband, domestic husband, abuse on TikTok. Her husband, she no, shot her like shot her in the face, and she has to wear this like creepy prosthetic, which is like just like like a doll because it's like painted thing. Because she's obviously lost like her, her eyes and her nose and fucking her face. Basically, <laughs> yeah. She's got. Don't she's got. I think she's got a lower lip left. That's it, and a yeah. chin. So and then not shoot people in the face. Don't yeah. shoot people it's in the face. It's not a good idea. 
So 50 minutes after the attempted murder of PC David Rathbun, Moat called and threatened the police again. And he, was, he said, um, I was going to play it, but I can't be it's forgetting. Similar, yeah. He said, uh, are you taking me serious now? I'm going to destroy a few lies like you've destroyed mine. I'll tell you now, I'm absolutely not going to stop. The police did stop. not destroy your life. You, you did, you tosser. He said, you're going to have to kill me. I've just shot one of your guys. Remind the police of Northumbria that I'm coming for them. So the police went oh. fucking ballistic now. Yeah, 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 you just killed one of... Well, he thinks he's just killed one of our dudes. Yeah, well, yeah. But you've fucked his life Well, up, not only is he sure. threatening them, which could be an he empty can't be threat. a policeman now. He got f- shot in the face. Mm. This was 12 days after Derek Bird yeah. went mental. Oh, was oh, it? Yeah. So, oh, fuck. So, so they were like, fucking hell. There's yeah. another What's shooting. happening? Yeah, yeah. This And, and this is like... Um, they thought like twelve days. Twelve days, and it was, and this is like that's just like a really odd coincidence. We're like, have it? we got a spree killer? Oh, maybe he came out and thought, fuck it, I can just do that as well. Yeah, well maybe. Well, no, because Probably. you said you said you like spent all that time in. I mean, eighteen weeks is not that long. <laughs> spent like three months in prison. He like, could have gone down it. the old stabby stab route, and then well, when he come months. out, David, David, Derek Bird had done that, and he thought, yeah, oh yeah. fuck it, I got a shooting spree mm. as well. Uh, so the news channels began speculating that there was another spree killer on the loose, which there kind of was actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, don't forget, Moat said he had two hostages and he was going to kill them mm. if the police approached. So this is going to get messy. On so we the did, pu- but he didn't. On the public stage here, because this is all, all fucking over yeah, the TV. Yeah, but yeah. it turns out that the hostages were actually his friends and co-conspirators who did the surveillance work on Samantha and Chris. It was uh, Carl Ness and Karam Awan. Okay. If I pronounce that right, um, so after this, after that flurry of, of activity, like the, the shootings, and it, Moat tried to disappear, <clears throat> and the feds had no idea where he was, and the public were warned to stay away, and he kind of just not dark because he still communicated, but they didn't know where he was. So the press were all over this twenty four seven, as me and you yeah. were watching. I can't like, remember. It. <clears throat> can't you remember this? I remember us <laughs> taking the piss right in the morning, going because we were literally having a laugh, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, not, not, not about the si- not about the situation, but we said, wouldn't it be funny, right? I was in the pub, I think, at the time. Actually, I was in Barley's down the road, and we were messaging each other, or t- we talked to each other in the morning or something. And we were going, it's probably Gaza, you know, and all this. And then, and then I was sitting there in the pub, and it said it come up with gas coiners. Um, um, friends with Roll Motors try to make him. Mate, I've yeah, got yeah. it written. It's, it's crazy. It's like I've, I've went into like I spoke. Not I got like uh, the details of what Gaza. This is it gets so fucking weird. So there's a massive manhunt underway now. One and a half million quid it cost. Uh, officers from London, Liverpool, Cleveland, Humberside, uh, Western South Yorkshire, Cumbria, Manchester were drafted in. There were 20 armoured cars sent in from Northern Ireland. Specialised sniffer dogs were, were deployed. There was 160 armed officers patrolling the northeast. There were armed vehicles driving around. Helicopters in the sky. An RAF fucking tornado jet with a Raptor reconnaissance pod was up in the skies looking for him. For what? It's like Grand Theft Auto. It's like actually yeah, yeah. Grand Theft Auto now. Like literally. All this for one man? Mm. Mad. An RAF jet. Easy. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much damage one man with a sawn-off shotgun can do. Yeah, exactly. But because I suppose it's because he's outwardly threatening. Yeah, yeah. Got to yeah. take him seriously. So this is one of the well, biggest. And it's not just that. He's just like shot some, shot one in the face. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Killed two people. Who he thinks are police officers. Well, yeah, he's yeah. killed one person well, yeah. ultimately, but he thinks he's killed three. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know if he thought he killed this because <coughs> he says... Oh, he, but he probably thought I he d- killed the police officer. I don't think definitely. he thought he killed Sarah because... Yeah, Samantha. Because, sorry, Samantha. <laughs> because uh, um, <laughs> because she 
Because he said, oh, I didn't mean to. Now she's to. in Critical Man. Like, well, he, he, knew, yeah, he, knew. he knew Chris was dead no matter what. Yeah, Even he, if he survived the blast, he's probably going to die. He said he deserved it, out, didn't yeah, he, yeah. in that place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he probably he thought... He deserved it, like... If he tapped on the glass, I can see he's gone like He's gone... And then he's probably fucking turned around. His face is probably that close. With a sawn-off shotgun, boom. You've, you're going to think they're dead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? From Absolutely, a foot yeah. away. Not even, not even a foot away. It'd be closer than that. But there is something that... Because, like, Moat was loving this. Because he was listening... Because this is all over the news. And Moat's like, out there in the wild. He can yeah. listen to this as well. Yeah, he's, and looking, he's watching it on fucking... He kn- I think he must TV have known that PC David Rasban was, was still alive. Mm. Because he's, he's seen the same... He, he felt he, like the fucking really T-1000 Terminator at this yeah, point. Yeah, because he can watch dun, the dun, news, can't he? Yeah, yeah. Like, everyone's out getting him. The, and the press were giving him, like... It was outrageous, the coverage. Mm. And he was getting, like, a proper boner over this. He loved it. Because mm. he's like, fucking look at him. The, there's fucking jets in the sky come to get me. I'm that... Da- I'm the most dangerous man ever. I am the most dangerous human to have ever... That's what he's thinking. Mm. The fucking weapon. So the search remote went on for six days, during which um, Samantha came out of a critical condition and begged him on TV. She said, please give yourself up. If you still love me and our daughter, you wouldn't be doing this. Um, but Moat didn't give a flying fuck. On the 5th of July, he robbed a chip shop near Blythe. He was just really hungry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, About 10 miles from really, Newcastle. Really, really wanted a chip <clears throat> tea. He uh, threatened the staff and stole 100 quid at gunpoint. So it's just, I don't know, money or whatever. Uh, he oh, also he didn't get any chips? I'm guessing he did. Yeah, I would, I would, I would have, have got a few. Well. Yeah, he just scooped a few in, definitely. Yeah, I g- would have asked g- for give chips. Give me a cone of chips whilst you're there. Put the money in the bag. Put the chips in your other. Would you, <laughs> would you like Don't a... Don't fucking move. Like salt and vinegar on that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All of it. You cunt. Uh, uh, a letter was... Um, from Mo uh, promising not to stop until he was dead was released to the public. And I don't understand why the police were doing that. Like, mm. there's no need for you to... Frighten the pub- public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were... It's just like... Like a crazy height. So during the course of the hunt, there were several police raids and false alarms across the region, mainly from people calling in, misidentifying him. There were 28 arrests, I think. So some big giant guy, fucking his motor, yeah. <laughs> storming in with a fucking RAF jet and Hellfire missiles. Oh, it's not motor, it's just whoever. He d- did have that face where he looked like a lot of people, you know what I mean? Yes. You couldn't quite easily mistake <laughs> just a Geordie, him. Yeah, yeah, it's a Geordie, yeah. That's what I mean. He looks like a Geordie. So, <laughs> so the police also showed the public images of the cars that they were trying to track down, which is the black Lexus used in PC Rathband shooting. And on the 6th of July, a black Lexus was found near the town of Rothbury on an industrial estate, I believe. And because of this, police knew they were getting close. And a five-mile-high air exclusion zone was set up and a two-mile like perimeter ground exclusion zone was enforced by the police. So there's a fucking air corridor in the sky. I think that's a jet, like jumbo jets coming back from Magaluf or something, don't fly in, and the RAF jet. The tornado with a Raptor reconnaissance pod has got free rain over the air. That's what I think. Mm. So it's just, I mean, why would you do that? Not, he hasn't got a fucking, uh, like a rocket launcher. He's not going to shoot an RAF jet down. No. Um, so um, soon as the car was found, like within, I think, a couple of hours, two men were spotted by a helicopter walking along a road, and they were initially thought to be the hostages, but because the police don't know that these are his mates, but as they approached Carl Ness and Cram, they, uh, these, these two lads got aggressive and then they ended up tasering them to the ground and mm. taking them in. They were like, what the fuck? Yeah, what, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so where the Lexus and uh, uh, Raoul Moat uh, friends were picked up in this local area of Rothbury, there's lots of dense uh, woodland nearby and family and friends told the police that Moat knew the area well from camping back in his 20s lots of woodlands, there's cliffs, mm. undergrowth. So sniper, sniper units started like moving in and like proper commando in it, like fucking Vietnam through the bushes, mm. trying to track him down. <clears throat> and during the search, police found like a lone campsite in the woods with a dictaphone 
and on it, Moat recorded a message for the police because he knew they'd find it. And he said in it, he said he felt like King Kong on top of the Empire State Building or like uh, the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> he also said now the public, as much as the police, have to fear him. Uh, so this is, uh, you know... Oh, he's just trying to fucking make himself... Out to be yeah. like fucking hit, like some yeah. mad hero. Yeah, he's probably saying, can I get another R8? Can I get two mm. jets in the sky instead of yeah. one for yeah, threatening yeah. the public? That kind of shit. He knows he's going down. So there was a press conference on the 7th and police then warned the residents of Rothbury to be on high alert as it was believed that Moat was in the local area because they found his campsite and his two accomplices yeah, in yeah. the car. Northumbria police also offered 10 grand for any information leading to his arrest and Moat's family also came out and said, you don't fucking quit, you maniac. What yeah, are you doing? What are you doing, yeah. And the news channels were frothing over the gash, weren't they? Mm. They were loving fucking it. loving it. And the press had a... They love a manhunt, though, don't they? they f- especially one in real time. Yeah, well, because yeah. <coughs> it's like people love <coughs> fucking watching it, don't they? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a car crash. It's like the yeah, it's like the car crash TV. Mm. But it's definitely most... Like, that's the closest you can get on the in the UK. So mm. the police had a... You know, we don't do, like, car chasing, that stuff like that. That's no, a huge thing happen. in the US, isn't it? Yeah, but follow it for hours. Fucking follow it for hours. So the, uh, the the feds had a word with the press and the news, and they were like, fucking calm it down a bit. This is, you know... They yeah, were putting... So like, broadcasting his private yeah. life um, and, like, make him out to be a, a proper prick, which he was. And they knew that Moat was watching, you see. Yeah, yeah. So, and and he they was, knew he'd loved it, so... And it was in danger. He's like, himself, he's it? like, fl- it's like petrol on the fire, so mm. to speak. They're like, you're just making him mad, which mm. is what he wants anyway. So um, on July the 9th, police found three mobile phones in Cartington that were used by Moats, and they set up a, co- a cordon around that, and they're like, okay, we're getting really fucking close now. Because like Cartington, I think it's like a little villagey, parishy thing. Right, so, okay. So it's old English town. Yeah, 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 yeah. And survival expert and celebrity Ray fucking Mears was brought in to try Ray and track yeah and track Ray him. Ray Mears is there um, when the cameras were off? Is, is there a, 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 a you know a, a holiday in around? <laughs> you travel lodge anywhere? I'm not. I'm going to sleep in the woods, mate. You don't have to do that. We <laughs> yeah, just want some advice. No, I'll sleep in the woods. Just video me. I'm going to make a campfire. As long as I got you don't have to. Like this is a different few, thing. Few Mars yeah. bars. That's, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to drink elephant's piss out of its dung, mate. Come on, you can have a cup of coffee. You're not fucking. Right, Mears is like, he's like, yeah, you fu- he's got, he's got a tubs, man. Like you yeah. ain't, you ain't fucking eating off the land. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, but he he's eating a fucking lot. He's, he's yeah, he's eating Mars bars and fucking. He must have seven stomachs. Yeah, he's like, like a, cow. a cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his stor- storage tummy from Mars bars. Yeah. He found uh, some tracks that apparently belong to Moat. I don't know. To just threw that in for what it's worth because it was amusing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So around, um, random. <laughs> I know it is, it gets, it gets more random. 7pm uh, on the 9th, the same day, a, uh, a, a lady walking her dog came uh, came running over to police, to like a police patrol checkpoint, claiming that she'd just seen Raoul Moat walking along the river Croquet, I believe it's called, right by a storm drain that runs underneath the village. She's like, there's a fucking, there's a moon-faced moat down there. Yeah, Best yeah. leg it down. So two armed officers rushed to the scene, and there he fucking was, Moonface Moat, just walking along the riverbank with a sawn-off shotgun, calm as fuck. Mm. So the police approached him from behind, and as soon as they made their presence known, apparently he spun round and then dropped to his stomach. So he's lying on his stomach like a fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. with with the, the, the shotgun was under his chin, with a f- with a finger on the fucking trigger. Yeah. So apparently he'd broken cover and was trying to get out of the area because there's like an enormous police presence trying to find him. And that lady, you know, walking the dog. Spotted him, yeah. Spotted him. And then that, that was, was it. it. 
And within minutes, there was like 10 marksmen pointing weapons at him. And the area was obviously immediately sealed off. And they got weapons. They've got fucking... They got fucking... Turn you to red. I would would have dropped the sonic boom on him from (laughs) the sky. (laughs) Just blow him to a million pieces. Just hellfire him into another dimension. One of those, you know, the um, (laughs) uh, patches, the miniguns. Yeah. It would just literally turn you to mush. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? Was it? Isn't it? Don't they shoot something stupid like like a thousand bullets a second? Or I don't know what something it is. Mental. Like it pushes that. the helicopter in the sky because yeah. there's that much weapon. Like bullets coming out the kick so bad, the fucking pilots trying to keep the fucking helicopter steady. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they've got him. Um, and the area's sealed off. News crews were filming this. You could see it. You could yeah. see where it. you couldn't see. I remember. It, I remember the picture in my head. Yeah. Of, of of him lying on the verge with the gun against. It was a grassy verge, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So negotiators, police negotiators, got within like five or ten meters, like crouching behind ballistic shields the pictures are fucking pretty mad when you see it yeah. so they're behind the shields and wearing like Kevlar armor leaning over going come on Moat just fucking calm Stop down or whatever dick. they tried to talk him down but he was extremely agitated and I, I, it seems like he was trying to assert control like I'm in control you're going to do what I'm, and like, you're not in control mate yeah, yeah. there's like 50 red dots on the back of your head yeah, yeah. Mm. and an RAF jet in the sky you've got a gu- your own gun against your head there's literally no way out here you've yeah. never been not in, in control less of control mate yeah, yeah. this is like the most out of control you've ever been ever yeah, yeah. Um, so sni- snipers started getting into position in the undergrowth on the riverbanks, quite close by. So Moat couldn't see them, but he but he knew they were there. And the RAF jet was obviously flying in the skies, roaring above them, peering down with that like uh, infrared reconnaissance pod because it was getting dark. And coppers were armed with tasers, mm. which kind of like they, obviously there was big shooters like bang bang sticks to make you die, but there was also yeah, yeah. a lot of tasers, kind of indicating that they wanted to take him alive, mm. which they did. Which is like, um, I could admit, like the Americans would be like, why don't you just fucking shoot them to pieces? Because yeah. that's what they do. Like, you know, yeah. someone would go speeding, they get out of the car over there and go, and the cop will go, you, I didn't tell you to get out of the car, and then just shoot them to a thousand yeah. pieces across the four corners of the world. Yeah. We don't do that. <laughs> uh, we try and bring them in alive, no matter what they do. Even the terrorists on the bridge. Yeah, yeah. We've just fucking, sometimes I'm like, just kill them. Well, they did in, in that case, but you know what I mean? They, yeah. they do try and take people no, alive. No, it's like super last resort here to kill someone. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes we just fucking blast them. Well. Welcome. So this standoff lasted six hours and they desperately tried to talk him down. And as the sun went down, massive floodlights were brought in to illuminate the area and it started raining. So it got like really quite creepy mm. when you're watching it because he's there, he's pissing it down and raining, there's guns everywhere. So all this is on the TV, real, real like um, Grand Theft Auto shit. Yeah. So not wanting to get closer or elicit a reaction, the cops are kind of like throwing food and water at him, just going, have a break, mate, come on. You're doing this to yourself. His best mate, Tony Laidler, was brought in trying to reason with him. No fucking luck. He was going down. That's why he was like, fuck he, you. He made that decision. He says it in that clip. He's like, uh, yeah, you, you know, he. I think he sort of made the choice knowing that he's going to come out of prison to... Um, to shoot, you know, to kill people, that that means he'll go to prison for the rest of his yes. life, so he wants to die. Exactly. He Like, that was the outcome he wanted. He'd already... He's like He'd already decided that was it. His life was over. Yeah. I've lost everything. And then, it, and then it gets really fucking bizarre, as Rob alluded to earlier, because at this point, I think me and you, were, we were at home watching this, right? I was at the pub. I no, we did go yeah, to we, the pub. We, we, yeah, because we were... Uh, we, did, were you with me in the pub? No, um... I can't remember. I remember I was in Barley Mows, because I, I called you after... I went, yeah. can you fucking believe it? We were taking the piss out of this earlier on. So, so what happened? Because initially, me and Rob were at home. Well, not, not the situation, but yeah. that, about gas coin yeah, turning we, up. And we he fucking did. We were fucking drinking at home, and then we went to our respective pubs, and, we, and Rob was like, wouldn't it be fucking crazy if Gaza turned up to this? I don't so know why. why did you say Gaza? Just for the crack. 
There was no reason because he's from Newcastle. Oh, okay. There was no it's fucking just, reason. And, yeah, and he's like the legend of Newcastle, isn't he? And like, like, wouldn't it be funny? Because because at the time he was off the off of the rails, which still I don't know if he still is or I not. I think so. Yeah, but um, drinking off. and stuff. So it's it just one of those funny things. We just thought that'd be funny. So thirty minutes later, I'm in the pub. You're in the pub. We're in different pubs, and I was watching this shit on TV. And to my fucking utter shock and, and bewilderment, I didn't. I thought this is simulation theory. <laughs> yeah. Fucking ex Tottenham and England football superstar Gaza turned up. I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we in a simulation? Yeah. Yeah, it, it was bad, wasn't it? So for our international listeners, Paul Gascoigne, or Gaza, was probably the biggest and most famous sports person in the UK. So imagine like the American version, like Cody Byron. Byron is it Byron? Brady. Brady. Brady, 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 yeah. Yeah, whatever the one. This is like our OJ Simpson moment now. We're like, what the fuck? No, Gaza's there. So at the time, Gaza was, and I think still is, a a colossal pisshead. Uh, He's mad for the ale. And he's got serious, I think, mental health issues, you could say that, and addiction problems. Mm. And it turns out, seeing all this unfold on TV, like the rest of the fucking UK watching it, Gaza was like, you know what, man? I can fucking end this armed standoff with police, helicopters and fighter jets in the sky. I can sort this out. Mm. Mad fucking Paul Gascoigne. So keep in mind he's super fa- famous. This is like like you're saying, Tom Brady or David Beckham yeah. or fucking Messi or someone like yeah. that. Whoever. It, it, he was retired at that point, obviously. So it wasn't like he's playing now sort of thing. So, But he was like a legend. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking massive. So Gaza turns out to an armed fucking standoff, right? Wearing a dressing gown. Carrying a bucket of KFC chicken, four cans of lager, and a fishing rod. Did he just turn up without being like? Yeah, popped? he just fucking went he there. Just turned up with fucking a fucking uh, with a fishing rod and a dressing gown. <laughs> KFC bucket. He'd also done fourteen lines of coke and was convinced he was Ralph Mode's brother. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my lord I feel like there's some like it's funny but it's not funny there's some like mild recollection of this now going on in my head so apparently he just walked over to the police cordon and said where's Moti I used to work on the nightclub doors with him as a bouncer he didn't yeah Yeah, because they go mate you're Gaza you never worked on a bouncer yeah 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 you just learned the Moti everyone knows who you are mate you didn't do that yeah 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 you're a footballer he also said I'm Moti's brother and police were like no you're not mate police said Gaza was very persistent I mean as someone full of booze and 14 lines of coke tends to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the cop's like, you've got to be fucking joking. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that Gaza with a bucket of chicken and a fishing rod and an arm standoff? It's yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. tornado fighting. <laughs> in, in his great des- yeah, dressing <laughs> gown. Just was there. he naked underneath it? That would make it even better. Probably. He was just wearing his boxer shorts or something. It was a Marilyn Manson moment. <laughs> did, he even live, did he even live nearby? Did he like... Yeah, he, he said he knew the... Well, I've got. I've wrote down, like... I, 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 it's good because like, he's made a whole effort to go in his dressing gown so a long way. Gaza got, it, got into his fucking crazy mind that he could talk Moti down by having a beer and going fishing with him on the riverbank, like the the police are just going to go, yeah, go on, go on Gaza. Yeah, yeah. Moe just going to take, take the gun away. Call off the RAF fucking tornadoes. He'll sort it. stand down. Gaza, do you need some maggots or something for that yeah, fishing rod? He'll, he'll sort it. Why do you reckon that? Well, 96 against Scotland. Yeah. He sorted that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scored a few times. <laughs> probably end an arm standoff as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what he can do? <laughs> so in 2015, this is Gaza. He said, uh, like, a, and it was like one of these evenings with Gaza, which sounds fucking mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? An evening with Gaza. <laughs> fucking sign me up. Yeah, yeah. He said, you've got to realise I'm half cut, sitting in the living room. I've got about six lines of cocaine lined up. At that point, I'm not realising much. But after a good line, me and Ramo are sort of friends. And after a couple more, we're good buddies. So he's fucking... He's just like... He's somewhere yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. So this is on TV for fucking hours. 
It's like reality TV. He said, a few whiskeys and about eight lines later, we went to school together. He was in Rothbury and that's where I used to go fishing. So I knew the area quite well. Another line and I've got a fucking, I've got a fishing rod and a bucket of chicken. He's going to need a drink. So I get four cans of lager. I've had 14 lines at this point, and now he's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that's how it works. I love, I love the recollection of it. Yeah, and that's how it works. Yeah. It's literally how it works. Apparently, they j- the coppers are like, fuck off, mate. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, just just mate. go home, mate. Just You've had way too many clots. Get to, back to, in the fucking taxi. To be fair, mate, we should probably take you in and, and, and do you for drug <laughs> yeah, abuse, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in all honesty. Yeah. We've got bigger things to, you know, throw out You've probably here, got yeah. way too much... Cocaine. Where'd you get all that cocaine from? Fucking but they Jesus. got bigger, bigger problems, haven't they? So the standoff. This just a b- proof of when there's a bigger problem, bigger issue going on. They're like overlooked. Oh some yeah. Si- like because yeah, yeah. that's serious. Like yeah, yeah. he's seriously broken the law by snorting fourteen. But also, lines of also in a dressing gown. Also, he's, he's also turning up to a crime scene. Well, that's it. He's also invi- he's chicken. also um, um, disrupting the p- uh, police. Police. Yeah, yeah. Things, like a very that's serious. A, that's, a, that's police. Kind of yeah, that's, intervention or whatever that's you like, want to call um, it. That's like if if you had a car and someone's being chased and you, you, on, try, you and, and, and you can see it and you try and stop the coppers. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it's like. Yeah, yeah. You know, what yeah, I mean, yeah. you'll get done for that. So yeah, that's it. You're but like clearly, because he's Gazza and he's off his mind. And when he's Gazza, he's off Gazza. his mind. Just send he's him home. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's definitely not Raoul Moat's he's, brother. He's got a fishing rod, go. beer, and some Chick- a bucket of chicken, and he's in his pajamas. Just send him home. He said he went home because I sent him home. Just fucking got in a taxi. He went home. Just drank whiskey. Said I woke up in the morning. And he said, my mobile phone had like 380 missed calls on it. And he's like, what the fuck? Oh, what, did I, what did I do? And he just suddenly remembered. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I was just fucking trying did to... I, ah. Did I go and try and stop a Mexican standoff between Raul Moat and N- the police? This is Sky News. With a, N- news just in. Um, with a chicken Paul Gascoigne has <laughs> turned up to the scene. He's supposed to be wearing a dressing gown and carrying a fishing rod and a bucket of chicken and some lager. <laughs> he's having a word with the police. Yes, yes. Yes, he's trying to talk Moti down. What the yeah. fuck is going on? Uh. So this standoff went off for six hours. Uh, Moat wasn't budging and neither were the cops. This is... No, yeah, yeah, you either come out problem. alive or you, you're coming out dead. Um, I remember it because yeah. I was watching it in the pub. <laughs> yeah. Him on the banks. like, and It was just it was just on the, the just screen. Mental, wasn't it? No, you couldn't hear it because it was just you know, pub, music. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was just watching it, just <laughs> having a few drinks again. This, this is really good. Uh, so about 1.15am... On the 10th of July, lots of shouting could be heard. Like, oh, something, something's gone. So yeah. I saw something's coming. Something's, coming Some, to someone's moved. Something's coming to an end. And then shots or shots like rang out across the valley. And then within like you know a couple of minutes, uh, cop cars and an ambulance came like blasting past the um, where the press were, and they sped to Newcastle General Hospital, where at 2:20 a.m. just over an hour later. Ramo was pronounced dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. Um, so the police say they were getting increasingly. I think he wanted the he wanted the he police did. to shoot him. Mm. Didn't he? he? Didn't want to shoot himself. Well, well you see how it goes. Well, yeah, right? he, I, I remember what happened. Why him, would it yeah. be six? Because if you were just happy to kill yourself, you'd have done it before yeah, yeah. the police turned well, up. If you listen, or as soon as the police turn up, you'd just be like, "Shut it, fuck it." Yeah, yeah. Well, like six hours with his fucking gun to his head. He's like, he something wanted them happens, to do it. So something happens, just leads him to it. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so the police said he was getting increasingly agitated and unpredictable, becoming like, irrational. So sensing, I mean, they've done this. They're trained negotiators. They know that, like, they're looking at the person, they're assessing the character, and they're like, everybody's got their own endurance in this kind of situation. He's lying on his stomach. He hasn't moved for fucking six hours. He's pissing it down with rain. He's probably cold. And you can tell. And they said something's going to come to a head here and it's going to end badly. Mm. So they tried to taser him. 
This is what they they, oh, they, right. they they used an experimental shotgun taser that wasn't cleared for use at times. Oh, yes, they got done for that, didn't it they? It was an XREP taser, which operates without wires, so it's like it shoots a cartridge like a needle at you. Oh, and it's probably got a fucking crazy battery in it or something. And it didn't work. They either missed, or Mo acted first, or the electric shock or it hit him and it didn't do anything yeah made him do yeah whatever oh, right. but he dead anyway yeah. so the use of those shotgun tasers was a little bit dodgy to say the least because the company that made them Protect Systems was found to have breached its weapons license by supplying the experimental weapon directly to the police for real world use you know like, how did how how has that even yeah how's that happened yeah, it's mm. not even not even a really a tested model it's just a thing that someone's drawn and they're gone we've made it yeah. Let's see what it does. How did that yeah, even turn up in the police? I'll like, oh, fucking have a go on that. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So on October the 1st, 2010, former policeman Peter Boatman, who was a director of Protect Systems, was found dead at his home. Suicide, mate. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Mm. Um, I don't know. I mean, it was interesting to add that after the inquest into Protect Systems, this guy ends, ends up dead as well. After the, yeah. one of the directors is fucking weird. So there's obviously a massive inquest into the Raumo, um case, which I won't go into. Uh, read it if you want to. His two hostages that turned out to be his accomplices uh, were hammered by the law. Carl Ness, 26, was given three life sentences, totaling a minimum of 40 years for the murder of Chris Brown. So they did him for the fucking murder yeah, yeah, yeah. of Chris Brown. Conspiracy to murder, uh, which is, I'm guessing... Uh, the copper, I'm guessing. Samantha, yeah, Samantha, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the attempted murder of PC David Rathband. Yeah. His friend Karam Awan, he received two concurrent life sentences for conspiracy to murder and the attempted murder of David Rathband and will serve at least 20 years in jail. And both men were um, also sentenced to seven years for two robbery. Con- so life sentence? 10 years? Uh, 20. He's, no, you said two consecutive two life cons- sentences. Two which is 20 years, is that? Two concurrent life sentences for conspiracy to murder and attempted murder and will serve at least 20. Oh, at least. So we're so going to give you a thousand years in prison, but you might be out 20. 20, yeah, if you're the good. Fucking what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, what it, is. it should be that they get, you know, get it without parole because mm. yeah, yeah. that's what you meant, that's what I mean, at they least They got 20. seven years for robbery each and Carl Ness, Loch Ness was given five years for firearms offences. It's real sad because... Um, Almost 18 months after the shooting, uh, and this was all died down, PC David Rathband, who struggled to come to terms with his blindness, was found hanged at his home on the 29th of February 2012, and he is considered Moat's second victim. Mm. But he is, isn't he, really? Yeah, yeah, because he wouldn't have died unless you shot him in the face. Yeah, it's bad, isn't it? Because he's only done that. Because he's lost. had enough. He's like, he can't, <coughs> I can't live my, I can't do my job anymore. I've got, I can't I th- see I think, anything. I think as well, everyone was calling him a hero, and he was going on telly all the time, wasn't yeah. he? At one point, and I don't think he was that type of bloke. He was like, you know, what I mean, as well. So it was all mm. a bit. That was a lot, and then obviously it calmed down, and he was like, well, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't. I'm tapping out. Mm. So that's Ramo, that's fucking crazy Gaza, Ray Mears turning up, tracking, all fucking the celebrities Ray Mears, are on it. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. It's like they're <laughs> trying Kardashian to make it soon. into a, yeah. like a, like a fucking sort of programme <laughs> that everyone's going to watch, wonder, isn't it? it? it yeah, like they're, 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 they're sending some celebrities to this to make it even more watchable. Like, Ma- Imagine being the coppers, you've got the cars line that they're probably just sitting there because they've got obviously all the main snipers, but the blocks off the roads or whatever. And you're like, there's a bloke in a fucking nighty walking down the road towards us. <laughs> he looked a bit like Gaza. Oh, it's like fucking it is Gaza. He's got beer and 
It's fucking Gaza. What's he doing? You know what I mean? He would be yeah. mad, wouldn't it? Because he said he was his brother. The police, some of the police were like, because he looks like him. Yeah. Jordan, like you say, they all look the same. He was <laughs> oh like, yeah, um, they all look exactly the same. <laughs> they, they actually thought he might be his brother. No, some of them like, mad, he's fucking Gaza. Gaza's brother. <laughs> Getting 2010 Wikipedia out and having a look at it and going, fucking hell. Is he? It's mad, know, isn't it? It doesn't should be. Anyway, that's that. Round moat. Uh, thanks for listening please go and check out podbelly.com um, and check out Retrovague and SKR do what Hannah did said earlier on regarding the competition comment what it was tell us a joke or something was that it tell, yeah go on their social funniest medias funniest or the most interesting like, thing or something funny or an interesting comment but Smart. tag us on tag us in, our, in, a, in it so we know and them and them well obviously they're going on their social media to type it so they're obviously going to know yeah. Hannah knows about this stuff I don't fuck me how hot is it I'm sweating it's hot like a, like a fucking like a rapist I think is that <laughs> what they say sweating like a paedophile in the playground <laughs> yeah well yeah one of them as well then <laughs> <laughs> alright see you next week Slags. see you Bye. later <laughs>